USA Radio News, I'm Hope Duggar. Broadcasting live from the KSHP studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's time to get on the right side of sports betting. It's time for the Odds Couple. Welcome to the Odds Couple. My name is Scott Pritchard, professional sports better handicapper, joined as always by Brett Grant. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I, I want to give you the, all the scores. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Happy Thursday, Scott. We got uh, the NBA Finals starting. NBA Finals Game yes. 1, Miami Heat at home against the San Antonio Spurs. We're going to talk basketball, baseball, sides, totals, money lines, hopefully put some money into your pocket. Let's get started with what say you. Friends, to be a professional sports better, I've been doing this for the past 30 years it is not for the week of heart give you an example yesterday let's say that you like the total in the white Sox game it was seven let's say that you like the under you've done your work you see an advantage seven is a bit happy it's too many runs you bet the under after five innings the score zero to zero after seven innings you have under seven it's zero to zero you've done your work life is good Ninth inning. After nine, scoreless. We go to the 13th inning. Now, you only handicap a game for nine, not 14 innings, nine innings. You've done your work. You bet under nine. In the 14th inning, it's zero to zero. Five runs scored by the Chicago White Sox. It's five zips. Seattle bats in the bottom of the 14th inning. You're still good. You have under seven. It's five zero. Now it's five one. So at six, you're still in. <laughs> Bases loaded, two outs, two strikes, down to the last strike. Grand slam, boom shakalaka. <laughs> My over bet was a great choice. Yeah, exactly. The, I had a winner all the way. The people who bet the over were lucky. 7-5 right. final, 12 runs scored after the 13th inning. What say you? I, amazing game, and I'll talk more about it later on, but... You're right, uh, and so my question to you would be, how great was that from an underplay? So sometimes you handicap the right way the whole game, and you still lose. I mean, I was in the hospital last night. Apparently, I am <laughs> one of the weak at heart in that regard. No, I, I really wasn't, but let me ask you a question. So what do you do to remedy that situation? Well, first and foremost, understand you have to have thick skin to do this right. okay and i've talked a million times that emotions cloud judgment you really want to think with an objective reality and understand all you can do is all you can do get the best number have an opinion the rest is just drama the only thing after that that matters is the final score but to answer your question what i've come to find out is if you like the over in a basketball game a football game baseball game then go ahead and Get the best, cheapest number you can get for the game and bet over, knowing that one, one in five or one in seven, whatever the figure is, that it will be overtime right, or extra innings. So you might get fortunate. But if you like the under, bet the first half or bet the first five innings because and find the best number under because in the history of all sports, never has it gone overtime, sudden death, or extra innings after five innings or after the first half. So I try to minimize randomness. So I don't want to overreact, but I'm telling you, betting nickels and dimes, it's significant long term. I cannot tell you, and it's 
one time in 20, it seems, where I'll get lucky to where I'll, for instance, like I would be on the over last night to where I, but more times than not, if you're doing everything right, you have value. Mm -hmm. The only way you can lose is if unforeseen random things happen, a la the White Sox total. I mean, 14th right. inning, it's 0-0. Final score, 7-5 as it went 16 innings. Let, let me ask you this. Like, when it comes to the, uh, the, the, the lines being offered by the sports books, has it ever been talked about to offer a line that is only valid during regulation play, not in extra innings, not in overtime, not in that when it comes to a total? Has that ever been discussed? Like I know in soccer, for example, you want to bet soccer, you've got the side, you have the other side, and you have a draw which is a possibility. And I don't know in the NHL days when they didn't play overtime and they just had the games end in a tie if that was an option or not in the old NHL days. Now they, every game's decided in regulation. But have they ever done that with a total? I'm sure they have. And for whatever reason, they've chosen not to. And I get it from the vantage point of the sports books. They want to keep things as random as possible. And they'll okay. take the rub, the juice, the vigorish, if you will. So I get that. My way of thinking is, I don't really even have these conversations because I don't – I mean, just look at what the rules are, what are the stipulations, and I'll bet accordingly. But a bad beat is a bad beat is a bad beat, and that was one of the worst. I'm going to save that one for my sports betting seminar at Harris coming up in September because that's horrific. That's right up there with the UNLV Wisconsin bad beat on a, on a football game in 10, 12 years ago. Not just, I have to ask, did you have the under in this game yesterday? I did not. I did okay. not bet the game, but it's one of those okay. things where, I mean, the under, we talked about it yesterday. I, I was tracking the game at Coast Properties last night, and I'm thinking, wow, I'm thinking, okay, someone got hosed here. I'm thinking, wow, it's the total. It's the right. total. <laughs> yeah, that's Seven. Sure. So, I mean, no, I didn't have it, but, I mean, I can relate to those people who had the under. Oh, I'm sure. So that's what I was saying as I was going through this. Imagine having the total, having the under, having value. You do everything right, and you lose. It happens. That's why they call it gambling. That's for sure. And the White Sox won the game and broke their long losing streak last night as well. well so they sure had a lost. lot of people were writing that streak. Uh, well, that's exactly right, too. And that's why I bet numbers, not teams. But I didn't have an opinion on the mm -hmm. side either. But what you have, the White Sox had lost eight consecutive games and four consecutive games now for the White Sox going into last night's game had gone under. So... The trend was definitely on the under, right. but it got there last night 7-5, to five, and now we want to talk a little bit about how that might affect today, knowing that the pitching staffs are spent uh, as they play today, these two well, teams, very play much different so. teams. If you look at, well, the Mariners are, are going to host the Yankees, and I believe the White Sox travel to Oakland, and they play the A's. I think there was a combination of about 16 pitchers used last night, so you've got to think that both these teams have spent bullpens with a game that lasted late last night, and now they've got to come back and play again today. Uh, and you're going to need great efforts out of, out of both your starters as you go into the games uh, today. So when you look at you know the starting rotations tonight, you'll have uh, Quintana, who goes for the White Sox, and then the Yankees game against the Mariners, Aaron Harang, who's 2-5 and five, with an ERA of nearly 6. He's a guy who relies on the bullpen quite a bit. You're going to need a big effort out of Aaron Harang tonight uh, with the Mariners. Well, the White Sox are at home against right. Oakland. The That's Yankees the are on the road at Seattle. Right. So White imagine Sox. being spent and now traveling back home. Exactly. I was, I was, yeah, you're right. I was thinking. I knew one of those teams was traveling. The A's were actually east. They went. They stay on their road trip where the White Sox were west, have to come back to Chicago and play at home. So you played 15, 16 innings, and now you, well, they did win, and you have to travel. I do want to, you and I were talking off air before we went on today. I do want to 
Well, actually, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for my Are You Kidding Me segment, right. okay? Because I was going to share the story with oh, uh, yeah. Coast Properties that well, I we, ran into. We've already talked about my Are You Kidding Me, so right. we've we got to right. save it. Yours. Right. Yeah. We'll save mine. Unless okay. we were really, you know, Jacob already lost his hair. Have you seen that? No, I saw yeah. Did Jacob lose a bet or something? Yeah, we were talking about that. Stand up, Jacob. Let everybody see you over here. Let's, let's get to the right camera shots, guy. There it is. Come on. There you go. See, I mean, that's the difference. See, Jacob shaves his head. He looks cool. All right? He's yeah. a stud. Me? I look like Mr. Clean. Yeah. Well, the difference. Well, never mind. The, well, go you, ahead. No, you're right. You're looking with well, Kojak. I was going to say. <laughs> Just got to get you a lollipop. Great. We're Great. Good to go. Thank you. All right. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> play as play international, right? Wasn't that, wasn't that those commercials you used to do? Well, I think so. Something uh, like that, right? Right yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're listening to the Odds Couple on KSHP AM fourteen hundred radio, live and worldwide on Vegas Video Network. We go Monday through Friday, ten a to eleven a. Las Vegas time, Sin City. My name is Scott Pritchard, professional sports better handicapper. Check me out on my site, pritchardspicks.com. Some of the information is free. Some of it you have to pay for. Sign up, opt in today for free daily plays. That's pritchardspicks.com. Also featured on vegasinsider.com and roughpicks.com with Tim Donahue. Friday, September 6th is my next sports betting seminar in Las Vegas on the Strip, Harris Hotel Casino, 985P. I'll be joining Joined by friend, colleague, fellow professional sports better Dink. Dink was featured in the movie Lay the Favorite, starring Bruce Willis as Dink, a sports betting movie. Check it out. It's at Redbox and Netflix today. Now, go to my site. Get a reduced rate if you sign up by August 20th. How to make money betting football will be our segment. Football, man, it's king in the world of sports betting. Everybody, I personally feel there are many things that affords you the opportunity to win football i've been successful i'm telling you straight up it's one of the most challenging sports to beat but everyone's in love with betting football well i think the reason why the average fan is in love with it because it's a one game a week they follow it everybody knows on sunday what they're doing on sunday they're trying to avoid their wife how do you know i'll be over here because the falcons are playing the buccaneers i gotta watch the game um but it's, it's the one thing that it, it gets the most coverage. You've got a week to think about it from, the, from a wagering standpoint. You know where the injuries are. You, you know a lot about the teams because it's covered so well. We, nobody knows, I mean, except for maybe you, who the fifth starter is for the Tampa Bay Rays. But everybody knows who the starting quarterback is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and who it, perhaps his backup's going to be when the game's going on. Uh, who's playing, and that's and that's where people want to bet the game because they have a rooting interest in the game. Nobody wants to watch the Miami Marlins on purpose, but we're all going to watch the Dolphins because we might have a bet on the game. Right on, right? You know, <laughs> I'm hard pressed to watch a game. It's challenging enough for me to watch a game when I have a couple dimes on the game. Not to mention, if I I can't imagine not having action on a game and tying up three hours out of my life to watch someone else live. Well, their we life. love the entertainment value. You're I guess I the guess. average Joe's going to watch me those ratings. Apparently don't include you, but they include everybody else. Well, I've always like said the NFL the would not exist if it wasn't for sports betting, and that's a strong, that's strong opinion. True. But that's why I enjoy talking to my good buddy Anthony Padilla because he is a sports fan. Right. And I've always said, get a life, man. But that's me. Right, I understand. <laughs> so I want to talk about hockey, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. What a game last night. Boston Bruins at home, game three, taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was a pick. Pick a winner. Sounds easy. What a game, man! Well, it was it was my play yesterday. Unfortunately, I had the I had the Penguins, um, and they outplayed Boston for much of the game. And uh, Tuukka Rask, who was their 
outstanding goalie for the Boston Bruins, was just terrific. 50-plus saves in the game, standing on his head at times, which is amazing because it's slippery. It's ice. You know? Right. He was able to do it. He made all the, he made all the saves. Uh, double overtime. I mean, that just goes to show you. And I know people don't like soccer because there's not enough scoring, and some people don't like hockey because there's not enough scoring or it's too hard to follow the puck. If you watched that game last night, I know you didn't watch it because you you don't watch. These I was things. at the sports book. I was I okay, I did you track it. I caught game, part of it. Yeah, it just goes to show you you don't necessarily need lots of scoring. You need lots of chances and you need excitement. That game was as exciting as it can be. And if you attend sporting events, and I know you attended a baseball game, and there's plenty of downtime in a baseball game. And I love baseball. It's the casual, laid back. But if you go to a game and you watch a professional hockey game, it's without question the most exciting sport of the major sports to watch in person because it's end-to-end action. There's, I mean, there's the skill, there's the speed, there's the collisions, there's the violence, there's the incredible saves that go along with it, and then there's the drama, double overtime that you saw last night. A, a terrific game. Well, I think actually baseball, I like baseball because it's the one sport where there is no clock. You're not playing against the clock. You're playing against the opposition. So I love the subtleties. I love baseball. People, critics will say that baseball is boring, but my experience has taught me people who say that are somewhat ignorant when it comes to understanding the game of baseball. The ball is in play. You have eight players that all have some place to go, and it only takes one person to screw up, a la the pitcher not backing up the catcher and and cutting off the ball when that's the first baseman's job. But otherwise, let it go. The catcher has it. Oh, yeah, the catcher's just going. That was the Yankee game, I believe. That was the Indians against the Yankees. That was Justin Masterson. That's how I lost that game because I had the Indians. We I've always a, remember our losses, don't we? I've had a tough we? week, Scott. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> the, uh, you know, t- when talking about, when you, yeah, you're right. And, and, you know, baseball is a is more of a chess match. It's uh, my manager's going to make a move. This manager's going to react to the move. This batter's going to do this to this pitcher. This guy's, I'm going to adjust from my first at bat to my second at bat. The outfielders and the infielders are going to adjust and shade of hitter one way or the other based on the scouting reports. And it's, it's a chess match where basketball is about we're running this play in this situation. We're going to do this in this situation, and it doesn't really change very much. Uh, it's not a chess match as much as it is. And, and hockey is about... Yes, there are certain plays that you do because I played the game of hockey for 30-plus years. There are plays. You might not know what they are, but there are plays that go into it. It's a lot of reacting to the where the puck's going off because there's a lot of deflections, a lot of things going on in the game of hockey where baseball is strictly a chess match. Hockey game last night, Boston at home against Pittsburgh. Game three, Boston up 2-0 going in. Home ice advantage up 2-0. The game was a pick. The total for the game was 5.5 under minus 20. And it fell 2-1, double overtime, two 20-minute periods. Interesting how the Bruins scored within the first two minutes of the game. They scored the first goal. They Hours later, they scored the one that really mattered, the last goal. Yeah, and it was a great game in between. Plenty of chances. I mean, the the uh, the Bruins were ringing them off the goalpost quite a few times. I would just say, yo, ding-dong, is what happens <laughs> when you do that because it makes that wonderful sound. Uh, and, and Thomas Vokun, the goalie for Pittsburgh, which has been one of their sore spots, has been their goaltending in the series because they had given up 10 goals in the first two games. He was terrific as well. Uh, it was just a great game, and and the, I thought the Penguins were the right side uh, in watching the game and, and charting the game and looking at the game that was the right side. It just didn't win, and that's just the way it goes. You're listening to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio. Scott Pritchard, Pritchardspicks.com, joined as always by Brett Grant. We're live and worldwide on Vegas Video Network, a three-camera shoot. 
the main man, Scott Whitney. It's been the mainstay anchor of this network from day one. I guess that's how it's supposed to be when you're the owner. Jacob Cannon, all-around good guy, the right-hand man. He's the one who makes things go. Without Jacob, without Scott, we're not here, man. That's true. Well, <laughs> I might still be, but you always do. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, as the owner of the radio station, what's it like being the owner of a, a radio station in the entertainment sports gambling capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada? Well, I, I thank uh, the good folks for Rogaine and, and, <laughs> and for their... <laughs> You know, radio's a, radio's a great industry. It's fun. And the main reason why I got into radio, because it was a fun industry to be in. And you got into you get into radio to in, on the on-air side to feed your ego, and you get into it on the sales side to feed your family, because the right two on. don't necessarily always right. meet uh, in between. But no, I've, I, I, I grew, you know, growing up in St. Louis, listening to Jack Buck, the great announcer, uh, listening to Dan Kelly, a great hockey announcer, was probably the best in hockey that's ever seen. I always knew that I wanted to be in radio from when I was a little kid. So for me to be able to fulfill that part of it and to spend 20 plus years now, I've been in radio since 1986, since I was a sophomore in college, uh, to be able to be part of it, actually 85 when I was a freshman in college, uh, to be a part of it now for nearly, how many years is that? Good Lord. Since 85, I that's would say 28 pretty, years. That's pretty yeah. good. For, I'm only 29 years old. I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just always loved it, and it was just something to be able to do it. Uh, and then to be able to be an owner of a radio station, multiple radio stations, uh, has been a dream come true in that regard. How did you make that transition from on-air personality to owner, owning one, not to mention multiple radio stations? Well, it's, opportunity was the biggest thing, and, and you know, believing in your own ability. I was just in the right spot at the right time, and the opportunity was there to, along with the group that owned this radio station at the time, to say, hey, there's an opportunity for you to become an owner. Do you want to do it? And it was a decision that my wife and I had to discuss. And obviously you've got to, whenever you buy anything, you've got to come to the table with some money and with some cojones to say, I believe that we're going to be making a good investment to be able to do it. And in uh, 2000, when I bought into this radio station, so 11, 13 years ago, I should say, we made a, a choice to do it. So we made a great decision at the time. It's been a, a wonderful, wonderful acquisition for us. Big, big decision. I know being a business owner that oftentimes you never want to ask the question, what does something cost? Ultimately, you want to ask, what is the return? Right. So I trust that the return has been good. Very good. All right. Yeah. My daughter graduates from high school this today and tomorrow is her, her stuff and we can pay for her to go to college. <laughs> I like it. Your father, That's Don, is in town. I thought he was going to join us today, but it looks like Monday. Yeah, I think Monday's going to stop by and, and maybe bug uh, Scott and Jacob back there and, and give us some looks. Great. But, uh, yeah, he is in town. And, and uh, actually, he, was, you know, he said, you guys are hard on referees. And I go, well, <laughs> just a little bit. And he, you know, my, my father's 80 years old, so he'll be 81 later at the end of the summer. And he goes, he goes tell me the sport. He goes, were the referees involved more so than any other sport? So they go, all right, this is a trick question, Dan. I say, well, it all these fouls in basketball. You got, you know, you got, you got football guys throwing flags all over the place. If you say highlight, I'm going to kill you. And he, I, go, what, what? I, I go, I don't know. So tell me. He goes, well, baseball. And I go, okay. He goes, every pitch. There's an umpire involved in every pitch. On every time the ball is thrown, the umpire is involved in the play. That doesn't happen in any other sport. Go, that's 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 a good point. It's a great point. And he goes, and you think about how many calls they have to make. You guys are picking on the one or two calls they miss a game because they're involved in every pitch, which might be 250 pitches a game. 
Well, you're going to hear things on this show that you're not going to hear on the CBS, ABC, NBC, ESPN, because we tell it like it is. And, you know, the league, they're all in bed together. They all have each other's backs. When the when the NBA officials screw up, which is basically a, a quarter-by-quarter basis, David Stern always has their back. We're here to balance the scale and simply tell it like it is. So in baseball, I think in basketball, it's the most corrupt. And I, I refer back to uh, Tim Donahue, the fact that he was an NBA official from 1994 to 2007. David Stern proactively tried to block his book being written. Right. I find it a very interesting read, and I think you would too. Yeah, no, it, it, and it, it, we, we talked about that stuff. And when you look at, you know, the opportunities to for umpires or, or referees to affect a game. You take that game last, the game we were talking about yesterday, the White Sox and the Mariners game. There was almost six. What was it? There was five hundred pitches almost in that game yesterday. Four hundred ninety-five. Did we talk about any blown calls from that game yesterday? Out of curiosity, when there was that many pitches thrown or balls in play and all that kind of stuff. So for the most part, the umpires do do a pretty in solid baseball. job. In baseball. In solid job. In baseball, right. yes. I just think that there's calls now with technology that are obvious calls that we can correct. So why don't we correct them? Why well, do we, I'm, I mean, I'm never going having to Having the human element into, a, uh, into the strike zone is one thing. Um, but having it a, a, a safer out call at first base or third base on a stolen base those can be corrected, so why not correct them? I'm never going to apologize for calling out the officials or the umpires for the same reason I'm not going to hesitate to call out a player who screws up and or costs me money. But it's the same adage with these these egotistical, narcissistic umpires who think they're above the game. It's the same reason why everyone loves a fireman, but most people do not like police officers. I respect everyone. I try to treat everyone with dignity and respect, but I understand why everyone loves a fireman and no one likes a cop because the law applies to everyone but them. Same mentality with these umpires and officials. They think they're above the game. There, that's a good point. And, and you know, there's... Not to be, you know, to blanketly stereotype police officers, but uh, at the same time, yeah, firemen are there to protect and have some fun with it uh, going through. But uh, it, it, did you see the new, there's a new commercial. Uh, they're talking about uh, what if the police force was just there to protect and to serve one or the other. So they break into it. They go into a house. They catch a guys in, in a burglary and they say, you freeze. And you can I get you a sandwich? <laughs> to the other, to the, I thought it was a great commercial. It sounds like a great commercial. I'm not a big TV guy, and I'm even a less of a guy when it comes to commercials, but that's actually somewhat entertaining. It was pretty good. They're few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to hear about it when that happens. Yeah, so no, thank it, you. <laughs> it, it was just one of those commercials. They break into three people. And that's great. They're just talking about, I, I'd like that better than if they were doing one or the other. It was pretty funny, actually. The studio line is open at 702-221-7283. Live chat up and running. You want to talk? sports sports betting it's time for spin to win bring in the big monster wheel the professional sports better bets with their head never their heart check your emotions check your ego at the door emotions cloud judgment we have the miami heat game one hosting the san antonio spurs the point spread for this game five and a half who do i have oh you've got the team you love pop knows best hey pop knows best the spur there's I think a tv the, show there isn't there i think the, I that think father the sports knows books best. The yeah. sports books have the line right, but they've got the wrong team favored. How do these <laughs> sports books stay open? Five and a half? Are you kidding me? The San Antonio Spurs, this is their fifth 
appearance in the finals since the love affair between Greg Popovich, Pop Knows Best, and Tim Duncan. The Spurs, as we said, going into the postseason, healthy, hungry, like me, oftentimes annoyed. Makes for a great winning proposition. They went, they won their first four games against the Laker girls. Then against Golden State, Warriors put up a great fight. Spurs won game six, four games to two, and then they swept a coin toss series against the Memphis Grizzlies. This team is locked, loaded, rested, healthy, hungry, annoyed. Typical Spurs fashion. Never get any respect. All they do is win. They're not sexy, but they're all about substance. Forget the sizzle. Spurs plus the five and a half. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, I can we switch teams? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a lot of trends against the Miami Heat in this particular spot. Uh, going through, if you look at the NBA Finals, 10 teams have been coming off a full seven-game conference finals and go into the NBA Finals. It happened 10 times, um, and those teams are 3-7 and seven straight up and 3-7 and seven against the spread uh, in the opening game of the series, including the 2012 Miami Heat, who opened up as a five-point underdog to Oklahoma City in last year's finals. So it happened... Uh, there as well. So the, the only thing I can think of to 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 defend the Heat in this spot is they are the defending champs. They need to win game one because if they lose game one or game two, they're in a, they put themselves behind the eight ball with three straight games going into San Antonio with this now 2-3-2 format. Remember that, folks, 2-3-2 format. Uh, the Heat are, what, a 2-20 favorite to, to win the series, uh, but lay in five and a half. If the Heat win, they typically win and cover the spread, especially at home. They don't play tight games at home normally, although they did in games one and two against the Indiana Pacers. Um, the fact that it's five and a half to me is probably, I guess, where it should be. Uh, in that regard, it opened, what, six, went to five, five and a half. That's kind of where it is, right? Right. Going through. It, more fives than five and a halves this morning. The early money has come in a little bit on the Spurs. I thought it opened five and a half, five in that ballpark. So not much movement one way or the other. Right. Well, I got the, I got the best team in basketball. I got them at home, laying a, a relatively short number for them against your old Spurs. Old, senile, antique-style San Antonio yeah. Spurs. I don't have a copper penny on this series, as you know. I had the Spurs to win the West, plus 250, plus 220, liking it, loving it. I like it. I love it. I and want some more of it. it. Me and Tim McGraw, easy for him to say. That's He's married to Faith Hill. That's for what you say at the, at the buffet, too. I do quite often <laughs> on a daily basis. How did you know? Well, you were saying that you were uh, the Spurs were, what did you say? They were, they were annoyed. They were hungry. They were whatever. Hungry, healthy, healthy. annoyed. You said healthy, hungry, annoyed. And you said, which I am. And I went hungry, and no, you said annoyed. I, I thought I had you. I thought I was following along, and you went to annoyed. Misdirection. That's right. Exactly. Derailment. Okay, it's a comedy technique. This makes sense. This makes. I was sense. with you. This hungry. does not. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Going down the railroad track, we derailed you. All right. It was the healthy that threw me off. Yeah, you weren't expecting that. I understand. It throws me off occasionally hey, myself. Yes, indeed. Well, let's talk about how these two teams match up in defense of your heat. They won the title a year ago. Yep. This is their third straight appearance. Phil Jackson, if anyone cares, likes the Spurs because he likes, like me, proven winners. The fact that the Spurs have been together forever. They know what it takes. But the Heat, come on now. They won it last year. They made it to the finals two years ago. They are focused. They're tremendously competitive at home. My personal opinion is the Heat, as good as they are, they're better than they were a year ago. Well, I think they are. I think they're deeper, especially with a guy like Ray Allen who could come in and, and give them offense off the bench and shoot three-pointers and 
excuse me, Mario Chalmers is better than he was a year ago. Norris Cole gives you quality minutes. Birdman gives you whatever he gives you. Um, he's, I mean, he's he's a freak. I can't even look at him. <laughs> I mean, those tattoos yeah, are it's a little distracting right up to his neck. Yeah, but I'll tell you something, there's a following. I mean, I remember I'm what sure. Michael Jordan said years ago, the greatest player on the planet, Michael Jordan, understood what Dennis Rodman learned from Madonna. Rodman didn't turn into a freak until he hooked up with Madonna. Madonna, the attention whore that she is, she rubbed off on him, and I'll, I'll say it this way. he, I mean, Michael Jordan, the Bulls in the NBA Finals in the mid-'90s, and you have more kids during the shoot-around in number 91 Dennis Rodman jerseys right. with painted hair wigs than you did Michael Jordan jerseys. So people like the freaks. It's kind of a youth thing, if you will. So, again, Birdman has a following. I love I – I don't care about any of that personally. I just like the fact that he brings energy and effort. He's a freak. He should be in the circus. I, I will give him credit. He does have the most vibrant – tattoos of anybody I've ever seen before. They're very well, colorful. Well, again, I don't even care to talk about that. I, I really yeah. focus on the fact that he was something ridiculous, like 18 of 18 shooting. Granted, right. slam dunks, offensive rebound, tip-ins, yeah, putbacks. two-footers. But he brings the energy, he and he brings it each and every night, much like a Dennis Rodman. It's one of those things where with Rodman and Birdman and even Bill Lambeer, you hate these guys, but would you like them on your team? Absolutely. Yes. And a baseball player that comes to mind is A.J. Pierzynski. Right. He's kind of, kind of an ass. But do you want him on your team? Yes, because he's a proven winner. No, I, I agree with you completely. And, and the, you need those guys, especially to win. Somebody's going to be willing to do the dirty work. I mean, a guy like, a, like Birdman or a guy like – you know, Tyler Hansborough from the Pacers. They're not afraid to go in there and mix it up and sometimes with each other. And the question is, do the Spurs have a guy like who's, – who's the Spurs guy like that? Well, the Spurs are not about names. They're right. more like – I love this team because they're kind of like me. They're all about numbers, they're the no void names. of emotion. They're, they subscribe to the system documented, proven McDonald's system. McDonald's is successful not because of the – People. people say, oh, it's the people that make a great company. That's BS. It's the system, the system that's duplicatable. You can plug in any player into the Spurs system, and they proved that when they went to yeah. Miami without, their, without their players. Right. And so the idea is people at McDonald's today, chances are they will not be working there a year from now, but McDonald's will continue to kick butt. Same way with the San Antonio Spurs. You have to understand that outside of Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili, it's been rotating parts. The other nine players have been rotating on a consistent, long-term basis. All they do is win. Right. No, I, I think it's, it's a, based on the system. It's a great model, and it's, it's something that other teams should be emulating, uh, and you know, and trying to trying to do as it's, well. It's not sexy, and that's right. why no other that's team. True. It's a star-driven <laughs> league. Again, the media, as retarded as they are, they name Mark Gasol the Defensive Player of the Year. Yet he didn't even make. The, he couldn't be in the top five when the players determine who the all-defensive team was. That's why you can't trust the media. Well, of course. Right. Is, are we media? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, never mind. Well, there are exceptions, and we're it. We're paid hosts. Because we're going yeah. to tell it like it is, whether you want to hear it or not. We're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. What, there you go. <laughs> One interesting trend. Since 1993, ten times a team has gone to game seven and won the Eastern Conference Finals. But in the finals, or the finals, um, they've won their conference championship ten times after a seven-game series. But in the finals, those teams are only four and six in the finals. But my guess is 
this is where some of these stats can be misleading, where people say if you just take a stat on face value, they're all ambiguous because you, there's multiple meanings. Most of the time, my guess would be that team was probably a team that maybe pulled off an upset in their own conference final, and they ran up against a team that was rested or a very good team like the Lakers or the Celtics who then beat them in the finals. They pro probably the underdog in many of those cases going into the NBA Finals. Not the case here where the Spurs are a, basically a two-to-one favorite, if not a little more. Yeah, I actually would agree with that, and that's why it's important to uh, understand that most of those stats are meaningless. They right. really are, to say four and six, because every situation is a little bit different, and that's how come from a sports betting standpoint, I don't bet series, okay? I bet... I don't imagine if I know guys who do bet series for yeah. baseball, as an example. Right. But I've always said it's an independent contract. It's a two and a half, three hour contract. Nothing more, nothing less. No emotion. Look at the value. Look at the numbers and grind out a profit consistently day in, day out, week in, week out. Again, I've been fortunate the past uh, 30 years. I mean, I've had losing seasons, rarely a losing year. Here's a couple. That's good points. And here's a couple of trends for this game this series spurs are six and one of their last seven road games that includes obviously most of their playoffs the heat are zero and five in their last five games following a win zero and five against the spread so they've been they've been talking about the zigzag theory they've been zigging and zagging the, the whole way through themselves i'll take it to the next level which it makes sense because we talked about how the heat a very good team when they lose they respond they win and the other side of the coin is they get a little bit lazy a little bit complacent they're good they're great but when they win they get a little bit lazy and that trend bears that out what about uh, the total tonight i don't have an opinion on the total where is it where's it moved it's I'm, I'm going on memory it's 180 something okay? okay but there hasn't been a big move i believe 189 189 and a half you can can look it up but i don't have an opinion here because i know the heat they at home want to control get out and run create mismatches and transition the spurs i mean it's it's hard to say because this team can play half court sets or they might run with you too i don't know that's the why move i don't has have been an opinion. open 187 and a half and their spots up, been up up to as much as 189 okay so a small move on the over at this point remember ftm follow the money at least know when you step up to the bet window where it opened where it is today and then oftentimes the late money is a pretty good indicator of the right side but you don't want to compromise value because oftentimes there are false moves for instance hypothetically the wise guys could bet this up to 89 knowing that they love the under and then just hammer it and it could close 86 or it could go to 90. generally speaking once it starts to go it continues to go so the early bird gets the worm i just okay. made that up did you i've never heard that before <laughs> i've never heard that one before boy you are so good sharp original content That's only <laughs> scott pritchard brett grant were together the odds couple we're going to take a break we'll be right back stay tuned have you ever thought you should be on the radio or have you considered doing an online video show or podcast if so now is your only chance to do both at the same time kshp and the vegas video network have teamed up to provide the only multi-camera broadcast quality video and live radio simulcast in las vegas and instead of having your show played at some ungodly hour, the KSHP Vegas Video Network Partnership is producing shows that play from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. Imagine having your own radio show broadcasting to the entire Las Vegas Valley and combine that with an online presence 
that is viewed in all 50 states and 150 countries, both live and on demand. This is a first and an outstanding opportunity to give voice to your business, your ideas, and your talent. If you'd like your own show on KSHP and the Vegas Video Network, contact us today at 221-1200. That's 221-1200. Welcome back to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Life is good for those people on the East Coast. Are you kidding me? What are you doing there? I mean, <laughs> this is Vegas, Is that man. what we're talking about today? The entertain- I'm just making it up as I go it's along. It's going to be 112 degrees here this weekend. Are you kidding me? People ask me back in Chicago, how do you deal with the heat? I don't know. Jump in the pool? Exactly. It's not that hard. Well, we just got to cover I'm, LeBron James. Otherwise, we're good to go. I've never had to shovel heat out of my driveway. No. That's true. Just sand. Probably sand. Lots of sand. At some point. Lots yeah. of dirt yeah. and dust. But it's all good. Just jump in the pool. That's how you cool off. Or stay inside. That too. Well, you know, I, I, I tell people, look, in Chicago from December through February or into early March, you run outside and you start your car and you run back inside. We do the same thing in June, July, and August. <laughs> we just turn on the air conditioning. Right. You turn on the heater. Try to stay inside. Right <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. We would love for you to reach out to us on The Odds Couple. number of ways that you can do that. Email us at oddscouple at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's oddscouple at vegasvideonetwork.com. We would also love to hear your voice on our show. Simply go to our site, Vegas Video Network, right-hand side. There's a red bar. Click there. Middle of the page, a green bar. Hit the Start Recording button also live chat up and running we would love to hear your thoughts comments questions whatever you want to talk about in regards to sports hopefully namely sports betting also if you miss us live no worries reach out to us on vegas video network youtube itunes roku frustration that is pretty much my life i'm going to leave my personal life out of this for the time (laughs) being i'm talking sports and sports betting are you kidding me well, my Are You Kidding Me, it, we talked about it quite a bit, but I'm going to talk about my shirt. You look at it over here. This is Are You Kidding Me, the greatest band ever, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm a big fan. I Cheap love Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Uh, you know, Robin Zander and the boys. The I police. saw them. Believe it or not, I know we're both from Chicago. I saw Cheap Trick on the river in Aurora, Illinois. On the Fox in River. 87, used to live in yeah. I used to live in Aurora, Illinois. You used to date a fox. I, well, you married her, I in married fact. married her, in fact, yes. Good recovery. <laughs> Thank, you <very> much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but yes, and, and uh, I, I just love Cheap Trick. Anyway, the uh, my, are you kidding me? We talked about it already. And that's the, the game yesterday between the White Sox and the Mariners. I did not have action on the game either, and I just felt bad for the people who did on the under. And yes, occasionally you do get the miracle cover. Uh, you know, where sometimes you just thank the gambling gods and you say, wow, I didn't deserve to win that game. And at the other time, you just know there's times when you don't deserve to lose a game. And if you had the under in that game yesterday, 0-0 through 13 innings and into the 14th inning, the White Sox score five runs in the top of the 14th inning. The Mariners come back, hit a two-out grand slam, two-strike in the bottom of the 14th inning to tie the game at 5-5. And then the game obviously goes over and it ends up being a 7-5 to five final. You, I mean, that's got to be one of the biggest bad beats ever. I, I can't think of one where you're, you, you're up by seven runs in extra innings. <laughs> you're up seven, and you still found a way to lose the game. So 
Are you kidding me? I feel bad for people who had the under in that game yesterday. I guarantee this will be one for the archives, Brett. When I do the sports betting seminars at Harris on the Strip three times a year, I always open it up. It's a workshop environment, and I ask sports bettors from all over the country to share their bad beat stories. And this will be one for the archives, no doubt. It's just yeah. amazing. I mean, again, you handicap a game for nine innings, not 16. Right. No, like my, my play yesterday was the Penguins <laughs> against the Bruins. Well, it was an even money shot. It was 1-1. It was a tight game all the way. Not a bad beat. Yesterday's game, obviously, that baseball game, clearly a bad beat. And there is a difference. Yeah, for big sure. difference. <laughs> my Are You Kidding Me segment, I want to talk about Coast Properties right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. A lot of you professional sports bettors can relate to what I'm talking about, and most of the rest of the world cannot, but that's why you watch. That's why you listen. Imagine being at Coast Properties. I do early and I do late betting. So I do the overnight lines at Coast Properties, and I wanted to bet a baseball run line for today. Now, I know they take dimes, which is basically $1,000 on run lines, plus one and a half, minus one and a half. So I bet $1,000 on a run line for today. They had to approve it, and the guy said, no, nope, they won't take that. So I knew that overnight line's obviously just a nickel, but I had a strong opinion. I wanted to at least try. So I immediately bet it for 500 instead of 1,000. They approved the bet, and they handed me the ticket. I've got my ticket. I could run to my car right now. I've got it. No big deal. It's a nickel play, $500. I made another bet handed me another ticket the phone rings he says i have to get that i said listen man we're in the middle of a transaction here he says no the phone rings i have to get it he walks away grabs the phone and then he brings it over he says you want me to avoid this you want me to avoid how many do you want me to avoid i'm thinking what are you talking about are you talking about my tickets you're not voiding anything you already approved it he hung up the phone and he he said he needed one of the tickets back he wanted to avoid the one ticket i said how can you do that this isn't the first time it's happened but i wanted to share with you because it's the first time I mean, it's the most recent time that it's happened. So they voided one of my tickets, and I said, how can you explain that? You just approved it, and you handed me the ticket, and now you're saying no bet. He said, well, the guy on the phone, the eye in the sky, basically, said that they were in the process, they were in the middle of changing that number. I so said, what? I said, really? So someone's looking at the game I'm looking at 24 hours from now, the exact same time. That's always their blanket, boneheaded comment statement, which we know is a farce. And I said to the ticket writer, I said, you know, you know this is big-time BS, right? And he says, I know. He said, it's not on the ticket writer. I mean, in his defense, he understood, and he has to deal with this on a day-to-day basis. It's on the – so it's one of those things where there's such whores, these sports books, you really have to – even when you find an edge, you have an advantage, you're getting the best of it, they'll still approve the bet. Now, the, the lesson here learned is understand what the bet limits are. Don't get greedy. I, he, I, I've been betting dimes the day of the game on run lines, but overnight there's a nickel limit. So had I just bet the nickel instead of trying to double pop it for 1,000, right. they would have taken it. So what does the ticket writer say? Do you want to bet it at the new number? <laughs> and you already know the answer. But right. I said, well, what is the new number? And they moved it 10 cents. I said, in a word, F no. Right. And But again, it's not on the ticket writer, but it's one of those things. Coast Properties will jerk you around like that all day, every day. Now, does that mean I won't bet there? No. It means that you have to play the game. It's the kind of the BS that you have to put up with. Are you kidding me? Well, let me ask you this. Are they going to go out of business if they lose a $500 bet? I'm telling you. I mean, you were, and the, the bet you didn't have to tell me, but the bet was you were 
uh, a favorite. You were laying. I was you were laying plus. juice, right? I'm laying juice, but I'm getting plus one and a half runs at home. Right, but you're still laying juice, so you're going to lay more to win 500, right? You right. Okay. But now understand, I bet numbers, right. not teams. So if I'm getting the best of it every single time I make the bet, you're a marked man. You're you're an advantage player. Right. And but they've gotten so. I mean, we we're talking five hundred dollars. Right. We we're talking with. The other day about Floyd Mayweather making a nearly six million dollar bet, million. and the it line didn't joke. move, it, right. and they're not going to take your bet or actually take your bet and then make you give it back to them. Well, the six million over bet never took place. So I mean, that's just a fraud. Okay. It's just a joke. It's just a, right. a hoax, if you will. But yeah, but it's not just coast properties. It's station properties, coast properties. A lot of these places now. It, it's not like it used to be. And I'm I'm telling you, I live it every day. My good buddy Lum Banker will tell you the same thing. But okay, but. When I look at the casino, I, there's there's women with oxygen tanks pumping hundred dollar bills into the slot machines, and they're sitting there putting dime after dime after dime, day after day after day into a slot machine, and they're going to not take a five hundred dollar bet. You're You're talking five hundred dollars. You seem surprised by this. It happens every single day. I'm telling you, it happens every single day. Now, in defense of the sports, take the bet. Then move the line of so the course. next guy can't do it. Of it's course. It's $500. And here's what I told the gentleman. I said, listen, listen. You should have turned around and said, come get me. No. Like, you must not room very fast. <laughs> no. You're like Fred Flintstone with the twinkle toes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> you said you, you something said <laughs> about that visual kind of threw me off. You said, listen. It happens yeah. every day, basically. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was very, very important. Comedy is all about oh, timing. Oh, what I told the guy was I said, listen, man, all right, you, you take the bet. They approved it. You hand me the ticket. Now, if for any reason I wanted the other side, right. you would have taken it. That's posting a double line. It's unethical. It's dishonest. It's illegal. But for me to say it and to prove it, I'd have to go in there with, an, with a, a camera. Well, let me ask you this. What, what would have happened if you made the bet? And you turned around and walked away. I would have been when fine. When you come back, are they, they going to honor the bet? Yes, they have to. But in, here's the point. They handed me the ticket. Right. And I already made another bet. But I hadn't paid them yet because I'm betting multiple games. Oh, you hadn't paid them yet. So, okay. so you I hadn't mean, paid them yet. And plus, I, don't, I try to keep a low pro- profile. So if I just make a bet and run out of the sports book, it's going to bring more undue attention to okay. myself. But I will say I've contacted the Gaming Control Board in Nevada for situations like this, similar to this. And I'll tell you what the Gaming Control Board told me. Because they're supposed to be an independent third-party watchdog. Right. They're neither friend nor foe. They're that's the IRS. A, that's a crock, <laughs> friends. That is a crock. Because the gaming control official that I talked to, I, I, <laughs> I didn't tell him I was a professional sports better. I just said, hey, I'm a regular guy trying to make bets. And I noticed that this one sports book, not Coast Properties, but this one sports book posting double lines. They post a number. I bet it. And then they say, we don't want that. But if I wanted to bet the other side, they'd take it. I can tell you what the Gaming Control Board official told me, who was an objective third party who is not a friend nor a foe. He said, you have no right to gamble in the state of Nevada. It's a privilege. And these sportsbook operators, sportsbooks, are business owners, and they have the right to dictate who they do and do not do business. Station Properties will not let me bet unless I use a card. So they initially were saying, yeah. listen, we want you to Your get a player's card. card. Okay. We want you to use a player's card. We want you to use a player's card. We're encouraging you to use a player's card. We're encouraging you to use a player's card. That's fine. It went in this ear. It went out that ear. 
until they came up to me and said, we're not taking your action any longer unless you get a player's card. What the, what is that? It's called extortion. They can do whatever they want. And I already know this because I've talked to the gaming control board to the point where they dictate who they do business with. And you don't want a player's card. Why? Why would, what is the advantage? That, I mean, that's, 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 well, that's, that's a crock. <laughs> let me bet what I want to bet. Let me keep a pro low profile. I'll buy my own buffet. Okay. So, and station properties give you a whopping dollar per thousand that you bet. Are you kidding me? I tip that out. If I bet 10,000 a day, that's $10 in comps. I tip out $20 a day. Right. So, I mean, I'm upside down. And, and so, I mean, it's just, it's okay. a joke. But it's gotten so corporate, this town. That's why more and more people are betting in the islands or continue to bet with their illegal bookmaker in Dubuque, Iowa. Not me. That's why I moved to Las Vegas because sports betting is legal. Have you heard? It's legal in Nevada. But it's tough. It's tough. You do everything right. You get the best of it. And then they will give you your ticket, cancel it, say, no, we don't want it. We were in the middle of moving. Really? You were in the middle of moving it? You're, someone else is looking at this exact same game at this exact same second that's not even going to play until 24 hours from now. They can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. But you're surprised. You're, you bet every day, but you're surprised that they would bust my chops on a $500 bet. I am. am. It happens every day. You should follow me around sometime. You cast a large shadow. That's why. Uh, maybe that's it. <laughs> You're listening to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio Live and Worldwide on Vegas Video Network. Live chat up and running. Studio line open 702-221-7283. Scott Pritchard, Brett Grant. I'm featured on my site, Pritchardspicks.com. Some of the information is free. Some of it you have to pay for. VegasInsider.com. Tim Donahue's site, RefPicks.com. This is the part of the show where Brett Grant and I together put money into your pocket as we put you on the right side. Well, yesterday's game fell out, the hockey game, in double overtime for me. But uh, we're going to move on today and uh, go right back at it. Going to go to a, the late baseball game between the New York Yankees and the Seattle Mariners. Yankees coming off uh, a nice sweep of the Cleveland Indians at home. They travel across the country and they'll play a Mariner team that is weary. Mariners played the 16-inning 16, game yesterday, used much of their bullpen, and they've got a starter today that needs their bullpen, and I think it's an advantage here for the Yankees. They opened up 125. It went down. The money's actually come in on Seattle. It's down now to uh, minus 120 in that spot, so I'm going against the money, Scott, and that's the only way I can win these days is by going against the money. If I follow the money, I'm getting beat, so I'm going back to my old ways. I'm going to take the Yankees. And, and now you can actually get a better price, minus 120, I saw this morning, on the Yankees in Seattle today against the Mariners. Late start. It's really a matter of being on the move early or against it late. The idea is if money is against you, that's okay as long as you haven't already bet it. If you've already bet I it. I bet it last and, night. Yeah, yeah, and that's a. am just telling you. I know. I mean, I know what's happened. You've, it's the just, money's, it's been, the money's been against you. The yeah. money's been against you, but you win, and that's right. great. Because we want to win. But I'm telling you, long term, it's a losing proposition. But this because week, why? the money's been with me. Good? Are you that good that you, can <laughs> <laughs> that you can offset the juice and get the worst number I, and still win? I You're a genius. Know. Well, when the money's been with me this week, I haven't won a game. That's okay. It's, it's you have to keep the faith, man. That bothers That's me. That's why I call my buddy Anthony Padilla out every single week. I can't wait to see him tomorrow because <laughs> it's like... How much money have you made <laughs> with this winning streak you've been on? <laughs> right. I mean, own your opinion. Step up to the bet window. And that's why, I mean, you're stepping up. 
Yeah. It win, lose, or draw. I've been doing it for 30 years. I'm not afraid to lose a bet. I've lost plenty. I've made five bad decisions since I woke up this morning. Exactly. Only five? Which is usually, uh, it's a good day so far. Right. Usually it's I'm up to eight or nine already by 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. Speaking of which, yesterday, I've been on a run, a streak, 15 wins, six losses. Yesterday, I lost. I'm 15 and seven. It's not so bad. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, one play, one time. Today, baseball game, the Kansas City Royals at home against the Minnesota Twins. The Royals are about a buck 40 favorite. I like the pitching matchup here. The Royals at home, I like the Twins. I respect what they've done, but they're primarily a good home team. On the road, not so much. They proved it again last night. The Royals with uh, Davis on the mound, his Whip factor a bit high, 1.88. Fact is, both of these pitchers are average on their best day. Their whip factor up over 1.75 and 1.85 in that ballpark. High ERAs. I like the home team. H-O-M-E. Who do I like? I like whichever team I have money on. And I'll preface that by saying I'm a big fan of the home team. H-O-M-E. Let me ask you this uh, before we get out of here. When it comes to baseball, are you taking, when you play a game, are you taking action regardless? Do you play in pitchers? Do you say, I want uh, I want these starting pitchers? I want this pitcher versus that pitcher? You have that, those options. So which Great one do you question. do? Great question. Always. No exceptions. Listed pitchers. Okay. Always listed pitchers. Now, if one or the other does not go, it's no action. If... One of my pitchers, whether I'm for or against, throws a pitch and breaks his leg, I have action. Right. So he just has to throw one pitch one time. Do you ever do it where you it's one pitcher versus you say this pitcher's got to be the one that goes, I'm betting this pitcher Both doesn't pitchers. matter on the other pitcher. Okay. No, but because, again, I want to – enough random things happen. <laughs> I want to minimize randomness, and I – you can't control things that you can't control, but I can control my bet. It's predicated on these two pitchers going. Okay. okay. Uh, breaking news, George Carl out as Denver Nugget coach. Yeah, that's that's the report. And uh, as they say on ESPN, Stephen A. Smith was not surprised. And as really? You, yeah. Now, now he tells – it's the first I've heard of it. Really, Stephen A. ass? I mean, really, come on. Why are you telling us this now that you're not surprised? I didn't hear this yesterday or a week ago, but now he's not surprised? That would be breaking news, <laughs> right? How about that be revealing your sources? That would be ahead of it before it happens. <laughs> I said something dumb yesterday, by the way. How I is said that the, possible? I, I said, I think the Angels and the Dodgers are going to go on a run. I said that yesterday. <laughs> they both lost yesterday. And the superstar kid that you were promoting, I, I was at the sports book last night. Everyone's in, it's like, come on. I know. We're talking about one, two games, and we're going to yeah, hail this guy as the. All right. Well, this has been the Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, Sin City, Las Vegas. We go Monday through Friday, 10A to 11A for my good buddy Brett Grant. My name is Scott Pritchard. Can't wait to see Anthony Padilla tomorrow. This has been the Odds Couple. Good luck and goodbye.